Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. What are we covering tonight? We are going to cover the following. We're going to cover the only piece of advice I've ever got off a Spanish person that I thought to myself, that is gold and I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to talk about how to bust whether your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife is doing the dirty behind your back and cheating. I'm going to talk about that. I'm also going to talk to you about one thing. Like I turned around and I thought, what's the one thing that has improved my net wealth more than anything else? And it's been one strategy. Going to cover that. By the way, I think you need to jump on that strategy. The other things I'm going to talk to you about is, hey, romance, you know how long that lasts for? About 12 to 24 months. And then it dies down. Hey, Paul Billa, how do you all... Hi, and can I say something to you? Man, that's why if you've got an expectation that romance has to be part of the deal for you to have a long-term sustainable relationship or marriage, I'm saying to you, you may have to realign what you call success in a relationship. Going to talk about that. In addition to that, going to talk to you. What else are we going to cover? I think if we cover all that sort of stuff, it's good. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Does a product have to be good to sell? No. Think about this for a moment. Hey, so that's a good question. Does a product have to be good to sell? Do only good products sell? And I thought to myself, no, that's not the case. Because what if, what if you had stale water? Think about that for a moment. What if you had stale water and you were selling it at the desert? to hikers that were desperate. You know what? They would buy it and they would pay good money for it. So that says to me, hey, not necessarily a great product. What you want is a desperate hiker. Think about it. Who's your desperate hiker out there? What's the problem that you're solving for someone? Think about that concept because sometimes I think people just focus too much on about getting the product perfect But always remember, stop selling the product and start start selling the problem you're solving. That's what you've got to do. Now, I can't help it. When I was looking at that Tesla, like I'm not even into cars, right? Cars have not been my thing. In the end, I buy cars because I've got to do something with my money and it's uh, tax deduction and... But this Tesla was like, uh, like, man, the fucking screen, and I'm looking at it, and it's got Spotify in there, and it just takes off, and it feels like you're in the Apple shop, sort of, really, and man, I don't know, but white leather, Bernard Desmond says to me, white leather, white leather, but I just got a funny feeling that white leather is not going to look great in 24 hours. Love to get your opinions on that. So, let me start off with and talk to you a little bit about this concept of um, 
Let's start off talking about money. What do most people want? They either want to make money, they either want to, let's face it, they want to get laid. It's a fact. People want to make money, get paid, which is money, get laid, lose weight. Sums it up. Anyway, gang, let's move on. I want to talk to you about this concept of leverage and amplification. Just tune in for a moment and listen to what I'm saying. This is a strategy that can actually get you successful with money on steroids if you nail it. And it's called amplification and leverage. Hypothetically speaking, you go off and you buy four properties. Each property is worth $100,000 each. Think about it. Four properties, $100,000 each. Hi, Kim. So what you do is you have $20,000 deposit. So what you do is you borrow $380,000. Think about it. You borrow $380,000, you've got twenty, and what you do is you buy four properties at $100,000 each. Think about this concept. If those properties double, what happens is you've made $400,000 because it goes from four hundred dollars to eight hundred, dollars And the $20,000 you put in has now become 20 times your investment. That's right. $20,000 has become four hundred, dollars which is 20 times your investment. This, my friends, is a simple basic economic lesson that teaches you the power of amplification and leverage. And may I say to you that this is in fact the strategy that I've used myself quietly in the background for the last 30 years building property portfolios. Always understanding Instead of putting my money all towards one property, I would double down, triple down, quadruple down, and punt. Here's the downside. The downside is this. The downside is if the market goes down, guess what? You've borrowed and your 400000 becomes 200. So you have now lost 10 times your investment. Do you understand that concept? This, my friends, is a very basic economics lesson that I'd like you all, particularly as many of you here are very property focused, that you understand the power of leverage and amplification. And when you invest in marketplaces that you know, the odds and the needle is pushed your way. By the way, guys and girls, Press that share button now. And you know what I'm going to do today? I am going to give an award. I am going to have a half an hour coaching session. That's right. Half an hour, me and one person. 30 minute. You're going to fill out out the full audit. We're going to do it properly. And I'm going to pick a winner. Going to pick a winner to the person that shares this video. Number one and explains in the comments on why they would highly value a 30-minute one-to-one coaching session. So gang, press that share button. 
There's the competition today. Let's move on. And it's also going to apply on Instagram. What you've got to do is make a comment on why you want to win it and tag at least two people. That's what you've got to do. So gang, let's move on. I want to move on to this issue of catching people cheating, catching your wife or your husband or your boyfriend cheating. So what did this get inspired? Because I'm no fucking expert. Very simple. I was reading the newspaper today and it was, uh, someone had written a letter. It was a husband that said, dear editor, I think, now I'm not reading the letter. I'm just going to recap what it said. Dear editor, I think my wife is cheating and having an affair behind my back. The reason being is she has introduced vibrators and all sorts of sexual toys into the bedroom. Can you tell me what you think? So this was in today's Telegraph. So that got me thinking, does that mean if one person all of a sudden after 15, 20 years enters the bedroom and says, hello, we've got a new toy. By the way, this is not a sexual toy. This, my friends, is... Susan gave me this. This, my friends, is... Mm, nice herbs that give this room a nice eucalyptus smell. By the way, some people tell me when you get eucalyptus and put three drops on a bed pillow half an hour before you go to sleep, you'll have a beautiful sleep. So if you do suffer from insomnia... I suggest that you look at that as a potential natural remedy. So, what do people think? The vibrator out of the blue. So, it got me thinking, what are the signs of people having an affairs? Well, here's what some of the other things that they talked about. They talked about if all of a sudden the person gets creative in the bedroom or the person has this new air of confidence or they're super nice to you because what they're doing is they're overcompensating. They're saying, hey, I don't want them to know that I'm cheating, so I'll be super, super nice at home. Or other things that came up in this article were, hey, they're really protective of their mobile phone. They won't let go of their mobile phone. Or... They are obsessed with going to the gym and all of a sudden they're pumping iron, they're running, they're wearing their active wear. So gang, these are all the things. So does that mean that this person is having an affair? No, not necessarily. However, a change of behavior is, I would say, just one part of the jigsaw. But hey, guess what? I've got the answer for you guys and girls. Here is the answer. If anyone is watching this right now and you suspect, you suspect that your partner is cheating, listen to me, at the end of this Sunday night rant, what you're going to do is do this. You're going to go and you're going to sit down and you're going to say, there's something I need to speak to you about. When the fuck is this affair going to end? That's right. 
Guys and girls, you're going to go in and you're going to use the assumptive method and you're going to look them in the eye and you're going to say, when is this affair going to end? And you know what? If the repercussions of that are that you end up having a fight and it's all big bullshit, I'm letting you know. That's not my problem. I am not someone giving relationship advice. Let's move on. Let's, oh, by the way, by the way, geez, I read a great book on a plane over the, the last th three or four days. And you know what that book was? The fact that most people, let's face it, divorces. Man, you're getting married. It's 50-50. It's red or black. It's like you're going to the casino. So guys and girls, let me show you five things that are going to keep your marriage together. Here they are. Get ready for them. Because the research, and there's a great book, it's called The Five Love Languages. The Five Love Languages. That there are five ways, five ways that you can actually communicate love. And people have got different languages. So listen to me very carefully. Here are the five different love languages. Lisa Novak has come up with the first one. Shoes and handbags is in fact, is in fact, one of the love languages. There are a group of people that want gifts. A gift is a thing that shows love. These people here turn around and what they want for love to happen is symbolic elements. Now, they don't have to be expensive things, but it is objects. So that is one language of love. The second one is this. Verbal compliments. Listen to me, guys and girls. The second one is verbal compliments. And what we mean by that is that this is a love language for some group of people. What they actually find love to be is when a person is actually saying nice things to them. I like that, Mike Nickel. The third one. The third one is this, time. The fact that there's a group of people that will say, I don't want the gifts. I don't want the compliments. What I want is time together. And not time at a footy game where they're sitting next to you and you're watching the game and you're focused on the game and you're not focused on them. We're talking about time where you are both doing something that you both like doing together. So the third one is time. So we've said gifts. We've said compliments, which are verbal. We've said time. The next one, number four, is this. Useful things. What's that? Taking the garbage out. Picking up the kids from soccer. Popping into the shops and doing the shopping. Useful things is the fourth. And the last one is touch. Hugs, kisses, and of course, sex. So guys and girls, let's go through the five. 
the five languages of love that are going to take something from being a six-month romance to a 30-year marriage. Here they are. Verbal compliments, time, gifts, useful things, and touch. And everyone has a different level of language. So ask yourself, what's your level of language? Because here's the problem, hypothetically speaking. Let's assume that your partner's language is, hey, they just want to hit the bedroom. And let's assume that the other person doesn't want to hit the bedroom. Houston, we have a fucking problem because they don't want to be sitting there fucking being told, hey, geez, you made a nice meal. Guys and girls, understand. By the way, these probably work in combination, not in isolation. So I don't think you could be a fucking dickhead in four and win on the other. But guys and girls, what we're saying is predominantly people have a predisposition um, to one of the languages. Okay, let's move on. And I'm going to finish off here, guys and girls, because I'm going to tell you that this last concept is the concept we're going to finish on a high. Let's have a quick drip. And listen to me very carefully. In 1519, that's a long time ago, in 1519, a Spaniard by the name of Cortez with 600, 600 people, 600 soldiers, that's right, 600, and horses with 11 boats pulled up to Mexico because they were told that there was all this treasure there and they were going to conquer this land and win the treasure. And Mr. Cortez parked the boats with his 600, Hermain Cortez, the Spanish conqueror, parks his 11 boats. They start walking on the land and they were there to get the chest, the treasure chest. And as they get off the boats, he looks at his 600 troops and you know what he says? Everyone, burn the boats! Burn the boats! That's what he said. Burn the boats. And what he was saying is, we were going to no point of return. We were not going to actually retract and get back onto the boats. We would either win or we will perish. No plan B. No get out clause. And I've got to say, Cortez summed it up. Anyone watching this rant, understand. Forget about the 10 reasons it won't work and focus on the one reason why it will work. You've got to be the guy or girl that burns the boats. You've got to be the guy or girl who is not doing Uber at night and real estate in the day because there's no backup plan. You've got to make it work. You've got to be the person that changes career and doesn't keep their job and does it during long service leave. You've got to burn the boat. And that's what I'm asking you to do, guys and girls. 
I'm asking you that 2019, on the 31st of December, what I want you to do is I want you to burn the boats. Guys and girls, on that point, let's finish up. And I want to let you know that thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this rant, press that share button. I am going to announce the winner next Sunday. Next Sunday, the winner of the coaching session. I'll announce it. Please press that share button. Please tag one. And guys and girls, if you are going through a hard time right now, I want to remind you what I remind myself every day. And that is, no matter how shit things are, the comeback is going to be bigger and stronger than the setback. Thank you and God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday Night Rant every week at 8.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months?